and welcome to the Patches and Podcast. My name is Dom, and I'm here with you. Hello, everyone. And Hamish. Hi, everyone. Oh, well, Hamish managed to kick us all out of his house, and he's like, do you know what? If we're doing the podcast this time, you stay in your own goddamn houses. Because I want to drink and smoke, and you guys complain about that. Well, not so much you, Dom, but Hugh. He's a money wee bitch. So. <laughs> You're already smelly, and then you pick the two smelliest <laughs> habits. <laughs> I'll try to cover the smell, mate. <laughs> <laughs> How have you all been? Like, I know, Hugh, you were on a... A good old adventure, Hamish. Um, did you get up to much? That's the last podcast. When you see Elton John, mate. Big Elton John. Big, big Elton. Yeah. How was amazing? How was that? Oh, it was incredible, man. It was really good. Um, I've been to a lot of gigs, a lot of concerts, festivals, mm. everything since I was probably like fourteen, fifteen, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely say this was the best concert I've ever been to. Mm. Just the the performance was amazing. The stage was awesome the crowd were amazing they all had like these wee light up glasses and like i would find myself just looking across the crowd a lot of time just the sea of flashing lights it was it was magical man um he's like fairly early on to the in the set list mm-hmm. he played rocket man hey. and i was like oh, I, I was there with my friends raymond and sinead uh-huh. and uh Starts playing rocket man and i was like oh you know what this song always always reminds me of raymond because it's featured heavily in Californication and we both like that and it's just one of those songs that always comes on like after Sinead goes to bed and we're up talking having a drink and a smoke and just you know just bonding and stuff like that so yeah I, I lean over to him I was like I love you man and he was he was getting I hope he doesn't mind me saying this he was getting a wee bit you know caught up in the moment of just the the performance because it was incredible and then Sinead like turned to me and she was like she just said thank you as always she said but I just like this dead sincere like yeah thank you and then i said thank you to her and she like she rested her head on my shoulder and i gave her a wee kiss on the head and then i was looking watching enjoying the show and then this weird feeling came over me and i was like this feel this feels weird what what is this <laughs> and then i was like oh wait i, I remember what this is this is this is happiness this is, <laughs> this is what that that feeling i used to feel once in the blue moon yeah I was just, you know, that's what life's about, man. Doing things that you love with people that you love even more. And yeah. that was an incredible wee night. That's good. And then just uh, went out Glasgow after it for a few drinks and stuff like that. Uh, crashed at Sinead's. And then we finished off uh, It Takes Two, finally. Hey, finally. A lovely wee game, yeah. So, yeah, it was a, a great weekend all round. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, like, it was good. I just told you it was good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and you come in here and like, the happiness is just gone. No, nah, see, I was I was showing too much emotion there, so I had to <laughs> had to lash out at you just to. <laughs> I can see why you're friends with you. I can see that. <laughs> uh, no, you you can see why I've never not felt happiness in a long time being friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't blame me for your problems. Ah, I can definitely try. <laughs> so, Hugh. Yes. How was your week? I don't think you got up too much. You didn't really do anything new or. He never does, mate. Yeah, but um, but do enlighten us what you go up to. Well, I spent a week away from yous. I went to Sweden. I actually had to leave this island of Britain to uh, get away from yous. I hated yous that much. I had to go see James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich because they are much better people. Like, oh, who else, mate? Who else is in that band? Uh, the crab guy, uh, <laughs> Rob Chihelio. Rob Trio and Kurt Hammett. Kurt, Kurt, boy. 
I know, but they're, they're too far down the list for me, boys. You know I don't hang out I mean, there was like... two more people. <laughs> you know I only hang out with the main boys. You know what I mean? I'm only replacing used to. Yeah. So, don't worry about it. Uh, no, it was great. I went to see Metallica for two nights in Gothenburg, Sweden. Gothenburg? Each and went away for five days. It was pretty fucking good. Um, right, this is going to be a very Scottish complaint, right? Very Scottish, Hamish-style alcoholic. Well, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're just about to say Hamish-style. Dom, you notice the difference? My story was lovely, filled with, you know, feelings and mm. this, this beautiful mm. night, and he's like, oh, mm. I'm going to complain. <laughs> Nothing more better Scottish than that. It's just about complaining about shit. Yeah, true. Hey, man, I've got a lot of good stuff going on in my life. I'm going to complain about one thing. Okay. And that user, do you use count as one thing, or you, can I combine you? You probably could combine this. I mean, two idiots are better I... than one. Fusion dance. Uh, mate, do you know that you can't buy alcohol in Sweden at an event that's over three and a half percent? That's why you bring hip flasks, mate. I know, I know, right? But like, do you know where you can buy alcohol? Like, uh, like everywhere. over three and a half percent in Sweden? Absolutely everywhere. No, like obviously in pubs, but to to buy it to like to drink in your own home, there's a government shop. Like you can't buy it in supermarkets. You can't buy it in off licenses. It's like a single type. It's a it's like system belonga or something like that it's called. And you so go it's in not, it, and it's, it's just it's like they're not they're like common either. They're like the well where we were there was like one in like a fucking supermarket or not a supermarket like a shopping center somewhere. But like when you go in, it's it's well stocked. Like it's got everything, obviously, but. It's just weird for us where you can buy alcohol off of kids in the street. Mm. In Sweden, you specifically have to go someplace. Yeah, so it's not like a dry country, but it's like a like a damp country, a moist country. Mm. Yeah. On the way to dry. That's weird, man. I, I thought they were quite liberal. No, I think, well, I think there's a difference between like, uh, I'll go get my ball ticked up again. We didn't, we didn't I think say. You, <laughs> I, I think you can use Scotland as an example of where like, Allowing people to do whatever they want is not good for their health a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And because other people have to come together to help you, sometimes those other people set down rules. Uh-huh. So I think that's kind of what they're doing because you can still get alcohol. You just can't get it as, you know, regularly. It's a system bogega. Some of that, mate. I can't remember exactly what it was called. Do I, you, I know, do you know, actually, it looks like an airport. I know, a Pokemon. <laughs> it looks like a duty free. Yeah, no, it does. Um, obviously, being Sweden, we went and get Copperbergs and Recorderlig and, you know, cider. But, like, the crazy thing is, right, the cider you buy at the event was 2.5%. So I'm buying four at a time because, you know, fuck that. I'm, uh, and then I go in there and there's like 7 and 8% Copperbergs. Like, oh. the government shop. So I brought a few back with me. I'm go- I've got one for Hamish and stuff. So, because I obviously, yeah. I knew he'd like that sort of shit. But, like, you can taste it, man. See the seven percent. Yeah. Shut up, Tom. You got a, a magnet. Uh, well, I, I just didn't say anything. I was like, yeah, I saw your face. Um, you can taste it, man. Like, see here, Copperbergs are sweet, and you've got that tiny little bit of cider taste. Yeah. But like the seven percent one, it's like honestly drinking like uh, the sourest of ciders, like mm. the cheap shit. Like it's fine, but it's not Copperberg for me. Like, yeah, because you have like a Copperberg if it's like a really warm day and you're like, oh, I need something to just, you know, quench my thirst. But yeah. 
the other thing, boys, right? You know, you know when you have you've had a good few drinks in a day, right? And you go to an event in a stadium, you're going to be pushing by people to go to the toilet, aren't you? Aye, of course. Like, uh, sorry, excuse me, sorry, mate. The looks I was getting, like no one else was like drinking, right? Which is weird. <laughs> and like I'm, I'm like sorry, sorry, and they're just like, how dare you get up? Like, guys, I either go now or I'm going to like piss all over the place. Yeah. Like it's not it's not a simple stream here. I'm just gonna go like a fucking fire hose. Yeah, all meatballs um, and all like that. <laughs> they're very polite people, but that politeness comes with uh, anger if you're not as um, polite. I mean, that's, that's so just life in general. <laughs> you, like, no, yeah. no, but you know what I mean though. Like, if you say, "I said, excuse me, can I get by?" But it was the fact that I even got up was the issue. Mm. Yeah. But people not drinking at a Metallica concert, that's just so foreign to me. Like, I suppose it's it's foreign, obviously, yeah, it's it's talking about a foreign country, but, like, that's just so strange. You'd, like, yeah. I don't think as many places in the world that you would find that. No, like, again, I can remember when I was in New York, Madison Square Garden, like, to see Where were you? Madison Square Garden. MSG, mate. Madison Square Garden. Sorry, that's Jackie Chan from Russia or two. Yeah. Or Russia or one. Russia or one in the Russia or one. It sounded racist, to be honest. A little bit. I know, I know, I know. Or was my Russia or two? It's one of the Russia movies, but um, yeah, the we were we were drinking, and there was a lot of people saying, "Why are you drinking? It's like a Monday night." You know, we were a gig. You know, you're supposed to, like you could you're supposed to drink at a gig, and then we looked around and everybody was like kind of dancing to the music with their phones and stuff. It was like, huh, maybe we're the only people that are like, oh, it's gig day, let's get fucked up. Mate, honestly, uh, me and Sinead have been doing a lot of like research into foreign festivals and foreign gigs. Try to like figure out like if we can mix our passion for live music and drunkenness with holidays. Uh-huh. And like, there's a there's like an uh, English group of boys that go to every festival, and they went to Transmit, mm-hmm. and they were in the queue at like twelve o'clock, and they were honestly like, "Why is everyone so drunk? <laughs> that guy's just falling about being sick." And I'm like, "Guys, you obviously were too young for Tina Park." Like, Tina Park was probably, the, like, if you want to see the worst side of Scottish people, Tina Park was it. <laughs> Amish, you remember it, don't you? Yeah, mate, I was there. Yeah, I, was, I was about to say, like, yeah, I, I definitely contributed to that. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think it's just a, I don't know if it's Scottish or just the, the, the kind of drinking culture we have, but everyone was just like, oh, I enjoyed myself. Oh, it was great. I had a great time. And I'm like, why is no one being sick? Where's the fighting? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it's just weird. I also but, met a lovely uh, Swedish bartender guy who was just like, where are you from? And I was like, oh, Scotland. He's like, oh, Super John McGinn. I'm a massive Aston Villa <laughs> fan. And I was like, oh, right, cool. I, I kind of know like his cousins and stuff like that. Like, he's, he's maybe a really nice guy. He's like, oh, d- take a video and send it to him. And I was like, uh, all right. And then he kind of went, to a video with me and he was like oh John you're amazing I was like I don't know what I'm going to do with this <laughs> I sent it to like uh, my mate who's his cousin and he went I'm actually going to let him see this and tell him like there's a crazy Swedish Viking guy that fucking <laughs> loves him so hopefully that inspired him yeah hopefully yeah but it was, just a, it was just a weird thing that he was like oh you're Scottish so obviously you know John McGinn I should have went alright do you know Zlatan Ibrahimovic I mean, like, the difference being that you did actually kind of... I don't know him, though. <laughs> like, I know, I know there's, like, a degrees of separation. Yeah. And oh, John McGinn comes from, like, Clay Bank, which is, like, you know, a mile up the road from us. Yeah, it's just the, the best place, isn't it? 
No, it's the goddamn worst. Sinead doesn't. Sinead's not listening to this one. How do you know? You'd not let her. She might actually. She's been. She's been saying she wants to listen. She stopped for a wee while and then she's gonna come back. She was sick of us. Well, why? What? Why did she stop? That's terrible. And I don't know. I don't know. You ask her, Hamish. No. <laughs> you scared of, scared of the answer. Yeah, because it's obviously going to be me, isn't it? <laughs> oh no, it probably so, is me. <laughs> apart from uh, all the drinking, what was what was the nicest food that you had? Uh, but mate, we had meatballs. Obviously, obviously. meatballs were actually fucking good. We went and had the meatballs. They came with mashed potato. There you go. I don't want to run down on the meatballs. Everyone expects the meatballs. Was there not any sleeper hits, mate? Anything really, really um, tasty that you never never tried before? And like, well, you thought when in Sweden. Try to think, try to think, because I probably have, and I just, uh, I got drunk and forgot. Um, what? Sorry, Dom, you go right, Well, I was about to say, like, apart from, like, the food and the alcohol, how was the gig? Because, again, like, that must have been right. some set right. list. Here is my critique of Metallica, of this, this, this Metallica, right? They've got so many songs that two nights were amazing, but they picked a lot of, um... The other problem with Metallica is most of the fucking old stuff's 10 minutes long. Uh-huh. Like, the songs are so long. So they picked a lot of old stuff, like Orion and stuff like that, and which are good songs, but they're like 10 minutes long, and you're like, right, please get to something I can sing along to. Please please get to the day that never comes or whatever, but they never did. Because hmm. uh, you would think, obviously, across two nights, wow, that's going to be loads of songs, but it's, it's obviously not for a band that have a lot of, like... Eight ten minute songs. <laughs> yeah, they played the when Fuel came on. I was I was so happy. I love Fuel. Fuel's like one of my favorite Metallica songs. That's a um, song in it. Yeah, they had fire and everything, mate. They had fire coming from the stage. Uh, obviously, Master of Puppets, Enter Sandman. You know, one nothing else matters. You know, banger Classics. after banger. And then they were just like, "Oh, let's play uh, Sanitarium." And you're like, "Sanitarium's good, but." Come on, where's where's fucking Saint Anger? <laughs> <laughs> what no Metallica fan would ever say that. Yes, yeah. they fucking would, man. Saint Anger's actually songs, good. Uh, Invisible Kid, <laughs> Invisible Kid. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but it, it kind of two nights wasn't even enough for me, like yeah. with Metallica. And also, mate, that it like I don't know if it was the gig or Metallica themselves, like the crowd, because it wasn't because it wasn't a rowdy crowd. It just didn't feel like there was that kind of crazy atmosphere. Mm-hmm. They are also 60. Yeah. Like, uh, they had a really cool setup. It was a big circular stage um, with, like, people in the middle of it as well. So it was, like, a pit in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had, like, six giant towers with screens on it. Yeah. So they could play at the whole stadium, pretty much. And Lars's drum kits like, would sink into the, the stage. And then there'd be another one that comes up in our part. Yeah. So like you'd move around and then there's loads of microphones and stuff. It was a it was a really good setup. Mm-hmm. Are you sure it wasn't just this you know the weight of his massive head, his massive <laughs> forehead, just bringing the the whole drum kit down, and they had to just pull him up every now and again. That's <laughs> just his ego. ego and his forehead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was actually pretty good. I thought that like I've heard a lot of reviews of this tour, and it's a uh, sloppiness. Is what's mm. like, I think someone said about the download set that they were dead sloppy with it. Like there was a lot of like twangs and off key singing and. Do you think again, that's uh, an an age thing, or do you think that's like a 
this isn't actually one of our gigs, so Jenga. It's just a uh, they've already bought the tickets thing. I will see. Like, if I want to jump in with this, I think it's a mixture of motherfucker. We've got to have like thirty odd songs to play across two days, uh, and, yeah. we, and they're touring this like around uh, Europe. That's them finished. That was the last gig in Sweden was their European tour, and now they're going to do the States two nights probably again. Yeah, I mean it is double dipping, but at the same time, like that's that's a lot to remember that's a lot to like perform and metallica i've never again i think that's what makes them good is that you're never going to get them perfect i remember every time that i've seen metallica lars at least fucks up one song yeah at least that's one what I, mean. song. I was expecting him to be worse but it was james actually oh uh his singing just wasn't it but this i put this down to the fact that i'm seeing them what 42 years into their career yeah oh was like, this the first time you ever seen them yeah, yeah this is the first time I've ever seen Metallica. Uh, okay. But like, I, I was expecting it, mate. I was honestly like, they're not going to be a band that's in their 30s or their 20s that are pure fire. They're just like, ready to go. They're a, they're a fucking machine now. They, they're just, yeah. they just get on with it. Um, the support bands were uh, Volbeat. He's no Volbeat. Yeah, I love Volbeat. Yeah. I like Volbeat, man. Like, I didn't like them before this for some reason. And then live, I was just like, no, this, this music vibes for me. I think the problem with Volbeat is that a lot of the songs sound very similar. Yeah, the vocal lines are very, like, very much like you would have, like, Rise Against, um, what's that other band? Um, There's uh, lots, mate. There's loads of (laughs) (laughs) But it's the tone, the the vocals are very, like, monotone. Yeah. Very much like a single note. He's got one kind of... over it and it's like an anthem he always sings it's always a big high chorus and stuff yeah. and it, it sounds really cool in a stadium though like it, hmm. it vibes uh Fear of dead man that's what i was thinking of Fear, it's very yeah Fear of dead man um we missed we missed ice nine kills because we were again uh drunk because oh. that was the second night and we realized that um we had to go to a bar and get drunk and we just couldn't go to the event and get drunk angie would kill oh, yeah. you man <laughs> Uh, they, they said, mate, I was listening to them, I was quite sad, I missed, I thought they'd be on just before Metallica, but they were the first band on that day, mm-hmm. then Epica was on, they were, all, I wasn't mad into Epica, mm-hmm. uh, and the other band that had, oh, somebody's famous son was, was, was it, it Van Halen's son or something like that? Van Halen Wolfcastle? Mammoth? Oh, Wolfgang, sorry, Wolfgang. Wolfcastle's fucking from Simpsons. <laughs> they, were, they were okay as well, but the, I mean, the issue was that no one turned up for the support bands. Hmm. Like, like there was hardly anybody in the stadium when like anybody was playing set Volbeat. People turned up for Volbeat. Sorry, was that. it three support bands? Uh, there was four. Four was it like two in the first night, two in the second night? Yeah. Right. So Volbeat played the first night, and that's when most people turned up to see Volbeat. Someone said that Five Finger Death Punch was meant to play and they pulled out and a lot of people cancelled. Mm. But I've not, like, if you've ever listened to Five Finger Death Punch, I don't know where the crossover is there. Like, I don't think they're that good, but like... It was also the fact that like, the sorry, the first night was a Friday and the second night was a Sunday, wasn't it? They had a wee gap night because they're old as fuck. Yeah. So you also need to take that into consideration. There might have been people that wanted to go on a Sunday but couldn't because they were working the next day or whatever. Mind you, if they're not drinking, then they've got no excuse. Yeah, yeah I know. Man. I know. Mm. But it, was, yeah. it, was still, it was still really good. I, I, like, I was glad I did it. Yeah. Uh, the stadium was 
old but cool. Like the stadiums, like I've obviously told you this. Uh, it's where Alex Ferguson won the Cup Winners Cup with Aberdeen in 1983. Yeah. But like that was cool to me because I was like, oh, this is you know history was made in this stadium, blah blah blah. Um, and Gothenburg itself is such a like lovely city. Like it's super modern. We really like big skyscrapers, and then there's like the really old town bit, and then just get that European vibe, man. Everybody was just relaxed and mm-hmm. not trying to like stab each other and that. Doesn't sound like a modern city. Sounds Gothenburg. like a proper yeah gothic style, you know, like. Gothicburg. You'd think so, but uh, there wasn't a lot of the gothic style left. Uh, there's just a ton of kind of modern architecture, a uh, lot of trams and bikes and shit, you know, European stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it was just, it was a small city. I think Gothenburg's smaller than Glasgow. So mm. um, there wasn't tons to see, but, you know. Some of, pictures, some of the pictures that you were showing, see like that um, car boat? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the car boat, a boat yeah. car. Boat car. Boat bus. It was boat a boat bus. Bus. Oh, sorry, it's a boat bus. Apologies. Yeah, it was so cool, man. Uh, we went on a wee boat tour of the city because, you know, that's what you do when you're on holiday. Uh-huh. Saw a lot of cool shit. And then, but like on the wee boat tour, there was like loads of German guys with Metallica tops on, obviously there for the gig as well. Mm-hmm. And they had like bags of cans with them. Mate, and I was just like, oh, I pure wish I was with these guys, man. Like, I, <laughs> like, I, I, like, I pure wish I could speak German. I'd get a can. <laughs> nah, like, they were just having a pure good time. Uh, everyone speaks super good English in Sweden. Yeah, Much better, better than, than better than you. Better, better than, than English. Yeah. Oh, mate, better than us. Like, Much better. Well, that's a very low bar for you, but. Right. Oh, I haven't told you that. Well, I think I told you, but like on tell, the way, tell the people. Then, like, on the way to sweden we had a transfer in amsterdam the flight was late we just made our transfer but that meant our bags didn't (laughs) (laughs) oh we got to gothenburg and they were like oh we'll get your bags to you tonight at some point they'll they'll turn up it's like oh cheers thanks i'm just gonna have my sweaty plain clothes on all day it's reassuring Uh, isn't it they'll turn up like yeah they were just like yeah they'll get there tonight and i was like are you sure and they're like yeah it happens all the time and i was like Okay, <laughs> uh, and then, but like Sinead is a very like anxious person about that stuff. She wants everyone to go like right yeah. first time. I don't know why she's with me then. Like uh, <laughs> yin and yang, mate. So yeah. like straight away, I was I was relaxed about it. I was like, there's nothing in the suitcase we can't just replace. Like we'll go to the uh, the shopping center and buy clothes or whatever. Um, but they turned up. Everything was fine. On the way back, the flight was delayed again. But we thought there was enough time. Turns out there was enough time for my bag to get there. Oh no. We got to Glasgow and Sinead's bag didn't turn up. Oh man. Oh no. We're, we're standing there and my bag came out almost first, right? And I grab it. I'm like, oh, see, look. They, they turned up. They're here. Fucking half an hour later, there's nothing else coming out. And then there's an announcement made like, can, uh, can these passengers come to the desk? And it's like, uh, my name because they've obviously put my tag on her bag oh, no. and she's like i told you i told you everything's going wrong and i'm like nothing's going wrong we're home now <laughs> they, it's weird though because you, obviously you would have put your bags in at the same time yeah yeah we did <laughs> i don't know what happened problems but i didn't care because it was on the way back oh and it yeah. wasn't your bag obviously so 
Um, like even if it was my bag, like I didn't put any of my electronics in it. I didn't put anything that I was like super cared for in it. It was all just like shorts and t-shirt and trainers. Uh-huh. So Did she get the? Has she got the bag now? Yeah, we got the bag back the next day. There you go. They just mate, they, they, KLM, mate. The I always heard they were good, like as a uh, airline. But the only time I've been on them, they've lost my bag twice. Mm. So 100% of the time they lose bags. Basically. Yes, yes. And <laughs> we only went like two hours. We went one hour to Amsterdam, one hour from Amsterdam to Gothenburg. So, yeah, it was a great holiday. Um, and I got really excited about going abroad again and I sent you a load of links. But <laughs> <laughs> like, we should go EGX. That's not really abroad. but uh, <laughs> It's abroad to me, damn it. What was the other thing I was thinking about? Rock am Ring? Rock am Ring, the, um, a German yeah. vessel. At Nuremberg? Mm-hmm. Not at Nuremberg. the racetrack. Fuck oh, um, Aye, Nuremberg. Ah, yeah, the racetrack. I'm saying that right. It's the, it's the uh, download equivalent in Europe. Yeah, I, I watched a couple of videos on it. It seems pretty cool. Um, aye, so I'm excited to uh, travel again because I got that bug when we went to Japan and then COVID apps like, killed the world. So I see Paige. You see Paige? Oh, oh, oh there, there she is. Paige is yeah. popping in. Yeah. Uh, um, Dad, you done yet? I can't play with my toys in the living room. <laughs> what, squeaky, Paige, crazy? Paige is a dog, by the way, before. Anyway, <laughs> squeaky, squeaky toys and that. Like. Uh, so what, what about you, Don? What have you been up to? Uh, well, I celebrated my third year anniversary with Andrew. Well, we had our fourth recently, but you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter, does it? Podcast always going to be long, going on longer. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> well, I'm not saying that you guys are going to break up. I'm just saying that we are never going to break up, so ah. we're always going to have that year extra. That's optimistic, isn't it? Right, I think yeah, that, Hamish, man, you're going to be dead. Hamish, you're going to be dead within a year. <laughs> the way that yeah, you're smoking and drinking. Well, just like replay them. You'll have by that point, you'll have like so many sound bites of all the ridiculous shit I say. You can just fire it in anywhere because that's basically what I do anyway. But we don't no, have we... your wisdom, then, mate. We don't have your wisdom. We'll have a no, Hamish EPT. It'll <laughs> <laughs> just end up fucking picking up uh, habits that like slowly destroy it as well. <laughs> everything around it. Uh, so, what did you guys do for your anniversary? So we went out for lunch in Glasgow. Um, had like it was like a French restaurant. It was really nice. Uh, and then I didn't. I didn't get my invite. Did you, Hugh? No, no. Again, again, he doesn't invite us. How dared? How dare I not invite you to our, my anniversary uh, dinner with or lunch with Angie? You're coming to my wedding. That's exactly what I'm saying, though. What? How dare you? God damn it, guys. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a good day. It was nice to both of us have the day off. I think last year, I think both of us were working, and it was like. We didn't get a chance to go and do anything, um, mm. or we had a place booked afterwards, and and but it was it was a it was really nice, um, but we ended up going to uh, Everyman Cinema as well. Oh for yeah, the first yeah. experience, yeah. so it was it was great there, and uh, it was my second time watching a movie, and this was Angie's first time watching The Flash. So oh, if you, I if anyone's seen, seen it, yeah, no, no. no, I haven't seen it, and I, I don't really care about spoilers because TikTok has already spoiled almost everything. <laughs> um, what did you think of it? So it was, it. I enjoyed it. I did. I actually did enjoy it. I can understand people's problems with like the CG and stuff, but I've always remembered DC's 
CGI always been shite. Like, I don't think there's ever been a good CGI scene that I've went, oh, that looks great. Whether it be, like, any of the Snyder movies, Black Adam, you know, they've always seemed quite... Yeah. The Christopher Nolan ones have always been good. Like, see, for the, the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, yeah I think he cool. always kind of tried to do as much practical as he could with yeah. just wee touch-up and CG, which makes a difference yeah. always, you know. But with this, this was horrendously... CG'd, the, but there was times you're like, well, how else are you going to do this scene? You know, like yeah, there's a reason they had to do it like that, and it's because there's no fucking practical way. Yeah, yeah. and this movie's been in like development hell for like years as well. Like they were wanting to make a Flash movie. I can remember them talking about that. What ten years ago? Like way before, like during the Dark Knight sort of like you know the Christopher Nolan movies, they were talking about making a Flash movie, and yeah, I think the. DC move at a snail's pace, don't they? They they made Man of Steel, and then they were like, "Oh, Batman vs Superman," and it came out what five years after that. Yeah, like they don't really strike with the iron's hot, do they? No, definitely not. Um, what did Angie think of the film? Um, yeah, she liked it. She did. Um, I think it was more see when you've got um, when you've got Michael Keaton reprising his role as Batman in it. Like she really likes Michael Keaton. Right, tell me. <laughs> is this Batman the dumbest Batman of all time? The dumbest Batman? Like, like I don't want to, in case Hamish does, I've seen what happens, right? And I don't want to ruin it for Hamish. If he's... Michael Keaton? Yeah. Is there not at least a couple of Bat people in it? I thought there was Bat persons in it. Yeah, there's Bat is persons he, in it. There's uh, a, there is um, Ben Affleck, he's in it as well. So. Affleck. I, I don't care about spoilers, go for it. Okay, if, well, if, if anyone else cares about spoilers, we'll go talk a wee bit about spoilers right about now. I fuck the listeners, mate. Any listeners got a problem? Anyone? anyone? No, I don't hear anyone, Dom. Go for e- it. E- email them. It's at patchesinofficial at gmail.com if you've got any complaints. And Hamish will give you a tenner for each one. Before Dom <laughs> says this next bit. Right, so the clip I saw uh-huh. is Batman flying directly into his odd ship and killing himself. Yeah. So, why would Batman do that? It's the only oh, right, way, okay. mate. <laughs> so like, like Batman, Batman is like... Because he is vengeance, mate. Aye, he he is suicidal. <laughs> yeah. You tell me Batman hasn't got a fucking parachute. So, is what was happening... So, what was happening... How was he going to blow up a spaceship with a parachute, mate? Yeah, exactly. Well, he didn't fly into it, mate, and then the, hot, get out at the last minute. Hold it over the wee, the wee visor, like the wee, the wee windshield, so they can't see... And then they just crash, eh? Is that who's going to do it? We've also saw that uh, bat ship thing fly uh, remote. Yeah. Remote fucking... Like, you tell me Batman couldn't... The remote wasn't working, mate. Yeah. I mean, we, it's, we like got, a, it's like a... It's like a submarine. Don't. I was just about... <laughs> I was like, don't. <laughs> oh, man. I have a lot of critique over that whole submarine thing. Being anyway. Anyway. Let me explain what it was before you start going off this crazy tangent. Right. Right, so, okay. it is the original um, Batwing that they've been using in the Keaton movies. So, see the one where it's like it, it's like an orb that rotates. You can go upside down and stuff. Yeah. So right. like, is, a bat. like a bat. <gasps> so, um, what happens is that um, he's taken out, trying to take out any of Zod's army, but he can't because no one can take out Zod's army because there's no Superman, essentially. There's a Supergirl, but there's not... But girls aren't as good as men, so super super girl. <laughs> no, super oh. girl was only 
uh, rescued maybe 24 hours beforehand before she realizes anything so she's kind of she was held captured uh, captured by the Russians so there was like like no sun exposure and she kind of didn't have the experiences Clark did yeah so that's kind of like what they're aiming at it's like this is you know it was futile with uh, um, with Batman with um, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman he was trying to eject but he couldn't because he got hit and he couldn't eject so he's like do you know what I will I'll try to take them out anyway not knowing that it was like a shield would just take him out but Batman no- would know that mate that's the sacrifice mate that was yeah. the only choice obviously but- and how do you know he didn't actually Christian bail it maybe he's out <laughs> sipping wine somewhere with Michael Caine looking at him like I don't know who the fuck you are you're not my Batman like why is this why is this weird guy staring at me we, we had we had what fucking how long between Iron Man and Endgame 10 years uh, 10 years uh, just over 10 right. years yeah. how many times is DC going to introduce one of their main characters and then just fucking kill them yeah but it's old Batman maybe it's Michael Batman. Keaton was like I'll do one film so they were like, all right, well, we can kill you then. Right. Okay, so basically what happens there is that um, uh, Kara also gets killed as well. So, like, oh, the part of the story is... No, no, so the part of the story was that Zod um, is like, Clark never came to Earth because Zod got to him first and realised that from the Man of Steel, the way to use the collider was to use the DNA, the, the code that was in... Uh, Clark Kent, or sorry, and uh, Superman. Yeah, but it's oh, wait, like, you you know his secret identity there. I know. Sorry, whoops. Let <laughs> me um, <really> bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like in this alternate timeline, it's uh, Kara that has it. So it's like we've been waiting for you, and they end up killing her. But the the two Barrys that are there, there's young eighteen year old Barry, and main Barry, and he's like no, like so both Batman and Supergirl die. And main Barry is like, there's enough, like, what what can we do? And young Barry's like, no, what's reverse time like you did? And we'll go back and we'll do things different. So they go back. Yeah, so they go back, Michael Keaton, Batman. They say, eh, Batman, don't attack that ship. It's got shields. So he's like, okay. So he pulls away and he's fine. Right. So, uh, and then uh, a young Flash uh, just goes and protects uh, Supergirl. But what happens is that Batman still dies. He gets uh, jobbed out by a giant um, Kryptonian. Even though he was bombing, yeah, he was bombing the fuck out of him. But he was like, he was that, he was like, he was fucked. You got to remember, he's old as fuck there, Hugh. He's not like a young yeah. Bruce Wayne. Like, Batman is human. But a Superman. Yeah, that was who was that though? Was that was that um, old ass Michael Keaton? No, it wasn't. No, was that no, Birdman? No, it wasn't. But it wasn't the Falcon. No, it wasn't the the Vulture. Sorry, was it him? No, it wasn't. How good it, was Birdman though? Oh, Birdman was great. Fucking love Birdman. Yeah, sorry, random. Like it's not. I'm not hating on the movie because I've not seen it. Obviously, but I'm just, you've made your opinions though. Oh, okay. no, I've not made my opinions. I, I, I honestly think it's a weird film to make at this point. It's it feels like a film that should have been built up to. Yeah. Oh, no, honestly. Of, it's like it's a, it's a mess this movie makes no sense half the time like nice. the CGI is awful but there's a lot of like close ups of like uh, um, Barry's face when he's eating stuff and it's like there's a whole opening scene with Batflick uh, in Gotham or should I say Glasgow um, where the hospital in Gotham City's 
wing is falling it's basically falling down and all these so CGI, Glasgow. Uh, so, <laughs> so all these CGI babies fly out the window and Barry's trying to save them. <laughs> um but he needs like but he's running low on calories so he needs to eat and it's like so without yeah, well, Sorry, it's whiplash between the Batman and Flash. Yeah, it's like one's like proper, like oh, I'm trying to make a good film, and one is. By the way, we should throw all these nostalgia characters into a film and see what works. I know, no, you would I get whiplash it... too, mate, if you ran that fast. Yeah, it's just gonna happen. They even talk about that as well, where Barry doesn't grab anybody or move anybody. Just do the quicksilver thing, hand behind the head. There you go. Easy. Marvel figured it out. Fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, it's a different kind when you're using the speed force, I guess. Nah. nah. Um, they, I mean, that can't even be fucking explained properly. So <laughs> they could, like, no one's going to be like, oh, yeah, that speed force thing, that makes sense. But, you know, I mean, can he move someone? I mean, like, I, I enjoyed the movie, even though it was like two and a half hours. I did enjoy the, yeah, it's two and a half hours, man. There two was, and a half hours, of your, your face your face just showed it like what the fuck because what they had to do was they had to establish Barry's backstory because they just kind of like a lot of people that knew what he was like in, in Justice uh, the Justice League go like oh we kind of know who he is and then you got the Snyder Cut obviously that talks a wee bit about it yeah then you have to say what his powers are like what his limitations are and then you've yeah. also got like you've also got to kind of explain a multiverse movie plus introduce reintroduce old characters plus reintroduce a villain from a movie that was back what was when Man of Steel like 2013 10 years ago aye so mm. it's like all this stuff I, like you're I trying to, like aye, you're trying to remember all this and be like oh yeah Zod was a Zod was kind of like a bitch in the first movie what the man, hey, man he wasn't of a bitch was, he was a wee bit Zod like a bitch awesome he wrecked shit mate like you, but he had he to break yeah, uh, uh, which everyone was like, "Oh, Superman doesn't kill people." Yeah. But then, saying that they had to like explain the multiverse, they should have explained it to Michael Shannon because I don't know if you've heard like the interviews and that where they asked him to come back and he was like, "Have they not seen Man of Steel? Like, it, I die in it." And like, "Oh, it's a, it's a multiverse," and he's like, "I don't know what that is." <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think uh, bringing the multiverse into stuff this fast is. Um, a terrible idea. I also like Marvel doing multiverse stuff's a bit terrible because it means you can just have big emotional moments and then go, oh, by the way, that didn't happen in this universe. Well, so, right, right. So okay. this is this is why I think uh, again James Gunn was quite positive on this movie for a few reasons, and I think this is one of the reasons that I took away from it that um, near the end of the movie, um, spoilers here. At the well, at the start of the movie, Barry when he's uh, changed the future, basically. All it is is a can of tomatoes that he put into his mum's shopping so his dad didn't have to leave the house. Therefore, no attack happened and he can grow up with his mum and dad. Dad's not in jail for a murder he didn't commit and his mum's not dead. And um, what happens is when he's going back to the present, some mad purple thing, creature, punches him out of the speed force and he ends up being in, uh, what was that, 2013? Say when Barry was still 18. And then he runs into his younger self and shenanigans. So mm. near the end of the movie, um, young Barry is like, let's go again after the second attempt because like, Batman's like, you know, he's like, I'll bring you back. And then Batman's obviously like bleeding out and he's like, I can't bring you back, can I? And he's like, you already did, Barry, you already did. Which is basically like, 
Michael Keaton going like, yeah, I'm already here, motherfucker. You are, I already got this money. Bye. Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> but what happens there is they go back to the Speed Force and young Barry keeps trying and trying. And what's happening is like Kryptonian weapons are getting stuck in him and he's not healing. So that's a factor is like Barry, if he's getting like cut deep enough by stronger weapons, he can't heal from him. But he's like slowly getting more weapons stuck in him. And then the big the big evil guy comes is like, it was me, it was it was me, Barry, and you, Barry, Barry. Then there's so there's three Barrys, and you're like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> but so yeah, it's like what it's a canon event is he's yeah. not meant to. Yeah, it's not like he's like he's like there's no way out of this. You cannot we cannot beat we cannot we're not strong enough to beat these Kryptonians. That we have to we have to let our mum die. Because look around, so the speed force kind of opens up and you see all these universes. So there's, um, again, this is where people are kind of a bit like, oh, this is a bit either distasteful or uh, they brought back like Christopher Reeves and Supergirl in their mm-hmm. own sort of universe. Uh, Adam West kind of showed up in a wee bit where you could hear like um, all the older sort of Batman characters there. Um, they had the original Superman from like the 1950s who unfortunately he did take his own life because of that role it's a bit like it's like and then and then the the strangest one which i kind of was like that's fucking awesome the um superman lives moment that we never got to see actually showed up so that's the nicholas cage as superman fighting a giant spider um and that made me laugh so much i'm like yes we, we, we got to see it on the big screen but, yeah. yeah, but what that was signifying, uh, like from what I seen, it was like uh, once obviously Barry was like dealt with the situation, he was like, "I'm going to have to go back and change everything." All those realities, all these um, stories, they're all in their isolated places, and you don't need to worry about them because they've happened and it's okay. You don't need to reference them. You don't need to have any sort of long thing. And they'll always be there. So no matter what happens now, you know, multiverse and traveling and that, they're always interlined, but they're always going to have that familiarity. Like, so uh, when Bruce Wayne was talking about um, what multiverse is, like a lot of people think it's this, like Back to the Future, but it's more like, you know, it's a cross point here where you've changed the, pr- the past, so you've changed the future and you can't go back unless you re- you reset it completely. Because because what happens there is then he just throws a spaghetti down, they're just like wet spaghetti. It's like you have this, like where everything has slight changes, slight nuances, but they all kind of play similar a bit. Like and mm-hmm. and uh, Barry like says later on, it's like I don't want to say the word, but it's like fate. So maybe maybe this is what they're leading for, like for any sort of character from DC before that wants to make a cameo maybe in the James Gunn's movie. Like, I mean, yeah. you've got, like, Battle of Infinite Earths he could go on to as well. You've got, like, all Henry Cavill could come back as, like, old Superman. Like, oh, the eventual oh, one. Don't do this to me, man. No, no, no. Again, like, but James Gunn could essentially do it. And I think that's why he's, like, good. I've got this clean slate now. Slate from everything because I can take, pick and choose who I want. I can... I can have uh, Gal Gadot as uh, Wonder Woman. I could have Ben Affleck if I want him back. Uh, I could have Aquaman. But what I can do is, like, they don't remember who's who because I could be like, oh, it doesn't matter. So I, I'm, this is my universe now. It's the James Gunnerverse. 
Right, yeah, so, so he can take the old parts and make his own thing with it, and yeah, yeah. He, just uh, on you go here. Sorry, I think he was maybe seeing the actual limitations of a shared universe. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, the MCU is a bit convoluted because of the fact that we've had thirteen. No, it's more than that. It's like what sixteen years worth of movies mm-hmm. and TV shows and blah blah blah. So like now everybody has to look at those and go, oh shit, right? So these characters are at this point, we can't do this, we can't do that, these are this, like, the problem with the shared universe is there's too much lore at one point, hmm. and you can't just go back and say, oh, cool, we'll just have Tony start do this now by himself. No, you can't, because he's involved with everything else. I mean, James Gunn is also in the thick of it as well with the Guardians movie, so he, again, first-hand experience with that too. Yeah. I mean, like, I a mean, lot of people were, like, saying how Guardians 3 um, was basically... A James Gunn story. I think people may have been looking too much into it, but I do like the theory it is like um that James Gunn is Rocket through that movie where he, you know, has been uh created by the Marvel machine, has had great success, but then made something better than what Marvel could possibly ever produce, and Marvel keep making the same things. So they got rid of him because they didn't want him, but then realized that they missed something that was there. And wanted Rocket back, but Rocket was like, "Oh fuck you," which is kind of like James Gunn was like kind of brought back because of, you know, actors and stuff. And I do like mm-hmm. that theory, but again, I'm like, that may be a bit of a stretch. But he, yeah, as he said there, he might have like a foresight and have that kind of, you know, what like I've seen what's done to Marvel. Yeah, they've made a shitload of money, but now they're in this this very like you know downward spiral of, oh, how do we pull this back up? Like people are switching off, like. I don't know if anyone's heard about like Secret Invasion and stuff that people are like they're now kind of against it like a lot of um, what they've done with the intro and stuff it's all AI generated and it's like it looks horrible as well but it's kind of like a slap in the face to all the animators that they underpaid for She-Hulk and you know it's like "Mm." we it's a weird time to release a TV show now as well see with the writer strike uh So all the actual guys who are creative and are good at writing are now not. So who's writing? That's like, obviously Secret Invasion has been like a long time coming, mm-hmm. but like it's just uh, I don't really trust Marvel it, or Disney now. It can uh, put a lot of care into what they're doing. Yeah, but it's mean, more. The... It's more like they would love just the AI, all of it. Yeah, I mean, but, like you see what they've done with uh, Star Wars as well. Like, Star Wars fatigue is a real thing. Like, the amount of stuff that came out, like, so quickly, they, and then they were like, we need to, we bought uh, Star Wars, we need to release a movie within a couple of years. They couldn't wait to start cashing in on the Star Wars movies. And then what happened is they made, like, another trilogy where a lot of people were, like, still, like, not sure, like, if it's, you know, that memorable compared to even the prequels. And when you're saying something like that, you're like, like, are you doing that? But then it's the exact same thing when, you know, with Marvel, are they trying to jump on this trend of TV shows because they're like, oh, fans love this, but, yeah, but you can't have, like, steak dinner every single night and be like, oh, man, I could eat yeah. this all the time. you were like, oh, maybe I'll try, like, a some chicken or that, you know? I think their plan with Star Wars is they, have, they were to try to have one film a year, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's too much. That is. It's too much, man. Like, uh, there's too many Marvel stuff now. See if you, like me, have uh, 
extensive not knowledge watch. on the Star Wars. No, no, no. Like, but see, like with Marvel TV shows, right? I've only watched um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, One Division. I've watched like two or three, uh-huh. but I haven't watched Miss Marvel or Loki mm. or I don't know. There might be other ones now. Like, and I feel One Division. Like, I I've watched One Division, but like I feel like I've watched one now. I'm like oh, shit. What references am I not getting? What what part of the story am I not getting? Uh-huh. I think I think there's two there's two parts of it though because like yes they ideally want you to consume absolutely everything but they also want to cast a wide net for people like you who are like I'm not so interested in Loki but you know that one looks one division looks good they're you know they're just trying to cover all the bases I think and nine times out of ten that means a less quality product if you go quantity over quality you know what i mean mm-hmm. but they're trying to do the best of both worlds and they're trying to obviously have quality and for the most part i say quality that's obviously very you know that's to each their own kind of thing mm-hmm. but there are many people who just have loved marvel since iron man and still absolutely love marvel and will watch absolutely everything that they put out yeah. regardless of like you know the the rotten tomatoes score or whatever yeah yeah I'm a Dragon Ball fan, mate. I know that feeling. Yeah, you you <laughs> like shit, so. Um, all right. Have you got to say? Okay, all right. Like, yeah. you didn't have to do that. I was the one making the joke. Yeah, but um, at the end of this movie, it was very much like a, um, it was like kind of this. This could be its own timeline now because Barry resets everything, but instead of keeping the tomato cans where they were, there was a sort of like his dad was. Um, his only sort of evidence that he had that he was at the shop when he actually went out and bought it, he didn't kill his mum right, straight away like everyone was thinking, is that um, Bruce Wayne helped him like fix up the CCTV and they look at it, he doesn't look up. So he's just this guy wearing a cap and it's like, you didn't look up so we can't prove that that was you. Um, but in the reality, he goes back, he moves the t- t- uh, cans of uh, tomato up the top so you can actually see him grabbing a can. His mum still dies, yes, but many years later, his dad can walk out as a free man. Mm. And uh, at the end, like Bruce Bruce Wayne phones uh, Barry and he was like, ah, uh, hey man, I'm just about to pull up the courthouse. All right, cool, cool. So this nice nice car pulls up and then the photographer's all going around, opens up the car and you're like, hey, here we go. And it's George Clooney. Oh, right. <laughs> another another <laughs> Batman. Yeah, and, ba- and Barry's like, who the fuck is this? So it's again the first F bomb, I think, in a a DC maybe a DC mm. movie, but a first but again it's a twelve A, so you're like, yeah, jump on that Marvel train. But yeah. from what I heard, from what I heard of what, um from all the speculations and that, that everyone was supposed to be there. Like Henry Cavill was there, uh, Gal Gadot, um they all were supposed to show up and meet Barry after the courthouse and it was supposed to be like a you know, Supergirl was introduced and start, and that was her showing up in that universe. Is like, no, Kara's always been with us. What are you talking about? So Barry had to explain, like, I may have fucked up this timeline, but it's for the better. But now what they've done is just basically, like, yeah, we've got bat nipples, we've got the Schumacher uh, universe. Yeah, it it just sounds like to me when when you're explaining it, like it, it's the same thing that DC have done since the Marvel boom. And they're they're just trying to play catch up without yeah. establishing anything, you know what I mean? It's like when Avengers Assemble came out, 
oh, oh, we've got a team too. Oh, quickly, guys, make a Justice League film. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, a, oh, oh, Marvel are doing a, a multiverse. Oh, we can do that as well. You know, you can see Marvel, loads of people. Yeah, and, Marvel have done a team up with like a bunch of random folk. Let's bring the Suicide Squad together and just yeah. basically try to copy a movie with three different uh, direct, three different editors, and then we'll just make this one movie. To, yeah, but no one liked. <laughs> but no one liked that. WB have got such a they're so impulsive without you know realizing that if they just take their time maybe gun will be a lot better for it i hope he is i do like you know oh i don't know like i don't know how you can fuck up superman um but you know how, how they can fuck up batman how they can fuck up a lot of things like michael keaton supposedly was in talks of doing batman beyond from what i heard and was going to play old bruce and have that but then that's another reason why it's like the whole flash movies this flash movie is kind of like a complete reset and that's why james guns is like yeah because like barry is not like that's a completely different universe he's in now so i could take who i wanted i can take mr momoa here you go aquaman there you go you can stay there um because he was in peace uh, peacemaker uh, wasn't he peacemaker yeah yeah at the end of peacemaker it was again meant to be Wonder Woman and Superman, like Henry Cavill, yeah. stuff like that, Gal Gadot. It was meant to be all of them. Um, but then only it was only Jason Momoa and one other one, I can't remember. Ezra in fact, Ezra Miller, yeah, Flash, yeah. that actually were there. So the other ones were just like silhouettes. Like just yeah. you could see their kind of shadow, like their shape of them, you know. But I, I, yeah. I don't know. See the whole like, oh, we, we can kind of reset it. We can go from anywhere. Like it's just, it just seems like a kind of. They're just covering their bases of bad writing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they could. I don't mean it would be difficult, but they could make a really expansive, deep world where these things have a logical explanation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or they, or they could even just make their own solo projects. But it's just like a get out of jail free card for like you know. Oh yeah, but if anything weird happens, it's unexplained. It's like this is how it's actually happening you know yeah as uh, Zeno warrior princess said in the simpsons a wizard did it exactly yeah <laughs> you know what i think uh would be the best thing for them to do and i think this might be what he means by we can do whatever we want you know the dc animated universe like yeah the film mm-hmm. just take the stories and make the stories you don't have to make each story connect yeah you can you can keep the same actors if you want and you can or you can change them up or you can change the director and the style but if you're going to make a killing joke film right you can put a serious actor as Batman and the Joker, but if you're like doing like another type of Batman film, you can put somebody else in. That's why we've got fourteen Jokers now. Like mm-hmm. that's it. like because they're doing All Star Superman, and if he's if he's read it or watched the the film, mm-hmm. I know the gist of it. But... So Superman dies at the end of All Star mm-hmm. Superman. Mm-hmm. If that's the story they're going to do and stick to it, then that's a pretty cool condensed one shot story. Yeah, like they don't have to use films to build other films. The stories can write themselves because everybody knows who Superman is. Like you don't have to keep yeah. introducing them. <laughs> like how when you anytime you see Spider Man now, they just get a gleam over the whole Uncle you know origin story and stuff like that because like everyone knows that. But I don't know. Like that's another thing as well though. Like they they get influenced by amazing already written stories and like oh but we're gonna put a cool spin on it and it's like no people love that story just do that story you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but then like that for example they they 
they would make that and then they would change it so that Superman's alive so that it can connect to this universe because they're like, that's what Marvel's doing. So, mm. you know, they, they, we need to keep our options open. It's like, no, it can just be, like you say, a one shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make a good film. Like, not everything has to follow on to the next thing, which is... Uh, Funny yeah. enough, Hugh, yeah. what have you been playing? Yeah, following Me? on to the next topic. Me? <laughs> oh, you'll, never, you'll never believe this, boys. I've been playing Final Fantasy 16. Wait, there's a I Final Fantasy it. 16 game out? When did this happen? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, midnight of the <laughs> night before we recorded this podcast because I stayed up. <laughs> I was like... How late were you up playing it? Uh, Sinead found me on the couch at four. <laughs> uh, I can't actually remember falling asleep. Uh, it's amazing, guys. It's honestly brilliant. Like, I was so looking forward to it after the demo because the demo was so good. But, like, mm-hmm. as soon as you switch it on, you're like, God, this looks good. God, this plays good. Is this you just saying this from a fanboy perspective? Or give us some, like, we, we you know, started out as a gaming podcast here. Give us some specifics. Uh-huh. Right. So, voice acting excellent they've got actors in this that i recognize from like game of thrones and uh as a, a guy with a really deep fucking voice that um do you remember when theon invaded winterfell yeah. and it was the guy that was like he's like knocked him out he had this really deep northern voice i can't remember the actor's name but he's been in a few things now and he does adverts and stuff he's got a very specific way of speaking and it, he's one of the characters and he's brilliant and the main character Clive his voice actor is just really fucking good the music's excellent like, I'm just enjoying the whole vibe of the thing uh, there's a big doggo in it for you Hamish yes a big dog um, the, like the the battle at the beginning looked amazing just the way it was uh, kind of shot directed and then kind of went straight into gameplay just brilliant uh, and they don't shy away from brutality in this one. There's no, like, obviously you've got your yeah, Final Fantasy kind of um, whimsical tone. There's a lot of brutality, a lot of blood, a lot of stabbing. Like, a lot back of fun. to fantasy. Like, back to the kind of castles and crystals and, like, not the cyberpunk stuff that came from Final Fantasy Seven. It's... It's just really good, but it's not an RPG anymore. It's not a. It's it's not. Uh, it's an action it's an, game. Yeah, it's an action slasher with uh, commands and like a skill tree and stuff like that. It's it's a modern type game, which I think Final Fantasy had to go to, but still amazing. I thought they were going to do a Final Fantasy Seven remakes battle system. Yeah, but they did none of that. Uh, it's just. The vibes are good, boys. The vibes are very good. I'm not. I'm not as a in the story enough to give you like a a review of that. Mm-hmm. But just loving it. But there'll be yeah. time, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll be hearing about this for weeks. <laughs> Look at Hamish's face. Oh, by the way, guys, that reminds me. Uh, I need to take a few weeks off the podcast. <laughs> per- personal reasons. I personally uh, not- can't listen to you talk about that. Why <laughs> <laughs> not? Still been playing Octopath, chipping away at that. Just loving it. Good vibes. Uh, good vibes, good vibes, man. Um, we like we play Call of Duty quite a lot. We just don't talk about it, right? Because we all hate it secretly. Well, or, so everyone knows what Call of Duty is. What can you really talk that's innovative about Call of Duty? But like, we didn't we didn't talk about it a lot because we also fucking hate it. But it's a <laughs> we 
place where you kind of like spend time together. Dom not anymore because he hates playing the game too. Yeah. But like we or one of us, I can't remember who it was, started a private match with just us. And we That's the mate. Hamish started it and it was just like infected on shipment, which is a really small map and uh-huh. some other gun game and stuff. Mate, it was so much fun when you're not playing it like against sweaty PC players and competitive players online. We were just playing the game for fun and we had fun. Like to the point where we're thinking, well, we should probably do that again if we're all online instead of going on and getting angry at the game. <laughs> like, which is a strange thing to say, but we do get angry at the game. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to put on my time at Final Fantasy 16. And you'll get a more in-depth review next time, right? No worries. I'll hold you to that. Are you playing it, Dom? I don't have a PS5 here. Why? <laughs> not bought a PS5, Dom? <laughs> I mean, like, I did see, like, the trailers and stuff like that um, for The Flash. Um, they had Final Fantasy 16, but it does say at the very bottom, Hugh, if you've not seen the trailer, that it's uh, exclusive for the console until the 31st of December this year. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought it was fairly exclusive. Nope, 31st of December, so most likely in the new year, uh, Final Fantasy will be going to the PC. Yeah, definitely PC. It'll yeah, not be like uh, PlayStation paid for it not to go to Xbox. Yeah, which is so strange. How petty? Do you think it'll be? It won't. It won't be PS4 though. Is that not no, it's enough not to PS4. run it now? No, mate. Mm. One of the best things I've seen lately is TikToks where people try to keep their PS4s going. They've got like ice bags on them and fans, <laughs> and, and they sound like motorbikes, man. I remember when I got rid of my my not like my launch ps4 like i was like that's gonna last another six months and it's it's gonna die just gone yeah, it was it was just it would rev itself up just to get into the the main menu <laughs> uh hamish my man you been playing anything new or are you still working your way through the mafia games uh no i finished finished first one i was gonna play the third one because i started that and then i actually let rage quit at one time because i started the mission got like all the way through it and then it fucking put me back to the start and I was like nah nah fuck that but you, you know what I've got back into I don't know if it's because of the the announcement of the DLC coming in September but I'm right back into my cyberpunk like Ooh. I've I put loads of hours into that recently which I kind of like see the thing is see with this DLC that's coming yes. they're like revamping the entire game like like I'm like they've already done lots of improvements and updates but like the whole game is getting an, like a massive polish on it the whole um, game the whole game mate so even like the base game not just the dlc like like better ai and stuff like that and mm-hmm. it, I, I did read through a list of all the changes that they've got planned yeah so i was kind of like should i wait for it but then i was thinking i'm already kind of halfway through a game and also i would kind of like to see it and it's <laughs> it's not original obviously because it's it has had so many marked improvements but play it now as it is and then you know I'll, i can always do another playthrough because there's, there's so much to see and a surprising amount of kind of branches and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna wait until this updates out to to start it but it look it it looks so cool in that trailer but who knew it only took another four year delay to make it the game that they said <laughs> they were going to make but see that's the thing it's not even like it's not a bad game now like there, yeah. there has been loads of updates and like i do remember kind of 
there was the initial deployment, a disappointment and stuff like that, and then there was the updates, and then yeah. I played it for a good bit and stuff like that, mm. and I just did what I always do, buy more games and start playing them instead. Mm. But now that I'm like back at it again, the game's fucking incredible. Yeah, it's I mean, like, see, amazing. See, like, I bought it when it was on uh, sale. I think it was on the Epic Store. I think it was like sixteen quid with all yeah. further DLC included with it. I think. Um, and like I played maybe a couple hours of it, and I was like, ah, "This game isn't so bad." And then it suddenly jumped to the cutscene at the start, and everyone was tea posing. I was like, "Oh, oh yeah." No. <laughs> so the I mean that that was the main problem. That was that was the thing that everyone had the issues with was the glitches and stuff like that, and the jank. Yeah, which you know, yeah, I get it. That's totally breaks your immersion and stuff yeah. like that. But the you know the writing the storylines and stuff like that that's always been the same yeah the map like i had no idea just how detailed this was Mm -hmm. like there's bits and obviously they've there's a high chance that they've put these kind of things in place so that they have a a base to build on for future expansions but there's just so many places where you can go into and like there's still people who haven't found it yet and stuff like that or it's not common (laughs) knowledge like there's just a obviously you're in night city and it's loud because it's all cyberpunky japanese kind of place so it's yeah. dead loud and but there's this like we know that dumb it's like you, you walk into this room and it's just like a garden uh-huh. big ass tree in the middle and stuff like that and it completely cuts off all the sound from the the street and stuff like that and it's like a zen but, garden yeah yeah but it, like there's no quests there or anything like that it's, they literally just put that in hmm. there's honestly there's like the level of detail is just unfathomable at some points. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. And uh, I like I, like I say, you, you can play it multiple times, and I think there's four endings. Yeah, they but, added an extra ending, didn't they? Because it was know, originally but, there was three, and then they kind of said that they had a fourth. I can remember like when I was reading the patch notes, like what was it last year? It must have been like October when they did like their big. 1.4 update mm. the because um, again like that was for the shadow what was that called again shadow runners edge runners edge runners yeah mm. i think it was, was an it edge runners update what was that anime called here was it edge runners yeah, yeah edge runners yeah. The, yeah. the one you should watch Hamish. yeah that was that was a big big one mm-hmm. um but like yeah so there's like four endings but there's also and I, I didn't really realize, realize this because i started a playthrough played a wee bit of it and then i started another playthrough so I've only really seen a lot of one playthrough, but there are like so many branching things, which I love in games. So, and even the uh, one of the complaints at the start was you've got like three three prologues, three backgrounds to choose from. Yeah, and then people were like, "Oh, you only do that for like half an hour or an hour, and then you're into the same game." And it's like, well, they're not going to make a whole three different fucking games for <laughs> however you start, obviously. Yeah, but no matter like all the way through it you can still there's there's still moments where you can say certain things if you're from a certain background and stuff like that and yeah even being male and female there's like big differences and stuff like that and mm-hmm. uh, it's just like it really doesn't get the recognition it deserves for the amount of work that did go into it i know a lot of it it probably came post release but uh, it's an incredible game i'm loving it man really yeah. loving it well i'm glad you're having a good time with it and I, i'm glad that the game's finally caught up really to what its potential could be but we don't know until this big update releases that 
it won't break everything, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? It's so weird as well. I've been on. I, I know I shouldn't, but I've been on gaming Twitter, and uh, a lot of them are complaining that it's not going to be on PS4. I, a, a PS4 couldn't handle it. Like, see that, that that's another thing. I've I was playing about with the settings because I was like, I've not played this in a while. Let me see if I'm you know running this perfectly, and I do have it on performance mode. And then I was looking, and you can put it on ray tracing and stuff like that, but it's 30 FPS, which normally I don't care about, but I put it down to it, and because I've been playing on 60 FPS, 4K HDR, I was like, <laughs> nah, I'd rather play it on that than have ray tracing. Like, yeah. Ray tracing is nice to look at, but like when you've got 60 frames per second, 4K HDR, that's enough. Mm. It looks nice enough. Didn't you just find out that you've, you could have been on 120 for ages and you yeah. just not yeah. set the Xbox. Yeah, I don't know why I was doing it. I was just like fanning about with the, the settings on my TV. I think I was watching something and it was a wee bit dark and I was like, oh, wait, hold on. Because it's got like eight different settings for like game, cinema, yeah, yada, yada, sports, stuff like that. You didn't and stream then I was from like, your Xbox? No, no, I always stream from my PC. Right, okay. Because again, well, like, cause again, like, see if you're streaming from your Xbox and you've not got an output for 120 hertz, it won't work. So you could have changed it for that and then just forgot to change it back. No, I, I, I genuinely don't think I've ever had it on that. Because um, mm. even then, like, the, the monitor I've got, if I'm streaming from the Xbox, I'm streaming Xbox to computer to Twitch. Mm-hmm. But the monitors, but I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe it was that. But yeah, I was just switching through and then I was like, 60 hertz. I was like, 60 hertz? That doesn't seem that high. Like, what else can I do? 120 hertz. And it was like, do you want to keep this setting? And I was like, um, yeah, fuck I do, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I paid for this setting. Yeah. That, that TV's like, I've had that for years now. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. God damn, Hamish, you could have been having 60 more hertz. How many kills in Call of Duty do you think you'd lost? At least maybe uh, pro- two pro- more. No, probably, probably none, because I... Genuinely, I don't know if it's my old drunken eyes, but I didn't notice that much of a difference. Nah, I honestly haven't noticed that much until I played um, the God FIFA. Uh, FIFA was one of them, and shit, it's either it was Ghost of Tsushima or Horizon. I noticed like I was like, oh shit, this is super super buttery smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but then I was like, yeah, sixty was also buttery smooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not quite the, ste- the same step up as like going from 1080 to 4K. You know what I mean? It's it's like oh, uh, yeah, I can kind of see the difference. Whereas going like SD to HD or 1080 to 4K was like holy fuck. Yeah, big big jump. Yeah. Uh, but you been playing much else, Tom? I'm going to be honest. Not really. Um, it's been like a busy week. Um, I've been playing some more tears of the kingdom and just like having a good time making stupid machines uh tiktok's been hilarious for that where people come up with like, their crazy boat ideas Um they try to go out as far as they can from hyrule there's like the completion part of the game has been you know it has been tough and i've been talking about maybe streaming it and i'm like in two minds of doing it because uh, i don't know how I've been feeling with obviously the news that's been going on in Twitch and stuff and how they're changing everything and they keep backpedaling and um, I'm thinking like yeah do you know what like maybe maybe just play this game a wee bit longer off um, um, off cam but yeah I do think this would be a, a fun game to play online so I'm trying not to play too much of it again if you know what I mean it's that kind of I don't want to spoil it but 
uh, at the same time, I've been just uh, jumped into the new season of Fortnite as well, just to see what that's like. Seen a lot of Optimus Prime running about. Um, it's not been a it's not been a great update, if I'm going to be honest. It's not as usual. Well, yeah, Hugh. Like, I mean, like you're obviously one of the biggest Fortnite players I know. So you know. All Have about you ever? Uh, sorry, Dom, to interrupt you. Have you ever played Fortnite, Hugh? Yes. How often? Like, like once? Uh, when it, it was on PS4. That's how long ago it was. So, like, when it came out, kind of thing. Um, I don't think it was when it came out. It was just uh, maybe a year in or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, like, like, yeah, genuinely, I implore you to try at least because even though it's not a game that I would play very often, when Dom and I played, I was pleasantly surprised. Hmm. There's, there's so much in it and. Like even the the base idea of the game, the mechanics of the game is yeah. Uh, sure, I know you. I know you're not a battle royale fan. That's the only problem. But mm. you generally don't like them on things like Call of Duty because you don't feel like there's enough action. But there's, there's plenty going on in Fortnite. Yeah, like a lot. A lot of this is just me being a dick. I don't. I don't take me too seriously. No, it's you well, like you know. Do. I don't like Fortnite because I don't like Fortnite, and if anyone tells me that I should like Fortnite, well, I don't like Fortnite, so I'm not <laughs> going to like Fortnite. So I'm going to tell them Fortnite shit. Like that, that's just you. If you understood that, Hamish, why the fuck did you ask me the question? Because <laughs> I'm I'm not really talking to you. I'm talking to the listeners, mate. My, <laughs> my my fans and the other people. I played I played the Liza P demo right, and I played Wolong, and then I, I I have tried to like certain types of games, and. I don't. Then I go. Why do I want to try and like these games? Why? <laughs> like, mm. they're not obviously not for me. So Fortnite's not for me when I played it. Uh, so I will exaggerately make fun of it. Like, I mean, there's like how many millions of people playing Fortnite? I don't think Fortnite is not for you. You're not for Fortnite, mate. It's, yeah, it's Fortnite's not for me. It's not for me. It's not. You're for not me. for Fortnite. No, 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 no. It's not for me. Like. It's not for me. Hamish. How many V bucks have you sold to you? <laughs> how many how many H bucks have you sold to you? <laughs> bucks. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that anyway, mate. That's against my integrity. My religion. <laughs> so uh gaming news, guys. Hugh, intro. Uh, <laughs> you've, you've I remember I put him on the spot and he's like, uh. yeah because it wasn't quite news you know because well I was like shit did we do a specific gaming news one I did it did it did it Nintendo had their direct uh, it was kind of wait, 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 wait. sorry do that again Hugh <laughs> <laughs> I hope that quack shows up I, I think it did Nice. Uh, so Nintendo had their uh, Nintendo Direct. It was kind of dropped quite quickly. So for like what was it, forty-eight hours, people were speculating what it could be. A lot of people screaming for Mother Free and uh, Earthbound, like you know all the things that never will ever get made and they should shut up. But they, they won't because they're Nintendo, Nintendo fans. Man. Yeah. Yep. So um, I'll just run through everything, and you can say that if you were interested in it, if you have an opinion, you can let us know. Um, so. Uh, we got a little trailer for the hidden treasure um, uh, for the DLC for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So this is DLC that still isn't coming until October, but it was a trailer that they showed in the middle of June. Anyone hyped for it? Not really, no. Nah. Well, yeah, probably a lot of people, but just not us. <laughs> yeah. 
Is Angie hyped for it? Um, I, I actually don't know if she knows, like, um, how she well, played. No, no, yeah, no, she is played. She, she did play it, but the thing is, I don't think, um, since it's like away in October, November time, it's like there's no point in caring about it until it's out. So, yeah, I, I guess, I, do you know what I will actually say to her? I don't think uh, mm. she knew that it was there because I kind of glossed over it going, they, again, they had the, the warning at the bottom saying this is still waiting to be, um, this is still demo that's not actually out, still in beta. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, everything was running too smooth. This is, doesn't feel like it's in there. Right. Um, by, by the way, hi, Angie, if you're listening. Oh. She was with that face. I wasn't waiting for a response of it. So you, like, you know. <laughs> it's tone, man. His tone just is always weird when he does stuff like that. <laughs> How is that weird? What was weird about uh, it? Um, so, oh, so well, I'm saying hi. hi. saying hi to a friend. Hi, Sinead. See, that's normal. Hi, Craig. Hi, Mabel. Sinead or Hugh Sinead? How does, Dom says it normal and you say it weird. What's that about? Anyway, so um Sonic Superstars got a bit more of an extensive trailer as well, where it's the first time they said that they can have four players playing simultaneously. Um ugh, it looks alright, it looks like a Sonic game. Uh, it's not made by the same guys that made Sonic Mania, which is a bit of a shame. Um there's they a made- like this, the team that is making this has not made that many games. By the way, they made Terra Wars, Hey Pikmin, and Yoshi's New Island on the 3DS. It's yeah. not really a difficult game to make. No, to be it's fair. a Sonic game. I think they'll manage. Yeah, uh, Pala, which is kind of like a, I don't know, like a, another farming sim kind of. Like there's a lot of like, you know, comf- comfy games. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's Nintendo, sim. mate. Yeah, comfy for life. Um, the spin-off of pr- another. Sp- Persona 5 spin-off. Um, Tactica? Pref- yeah, Tactica. I do love the logo of it, though, looking like a flag. I'm like, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Are we just going to gloss over the fact that I knew what the fuck that was? Yeah, because oh, we talked about it last week. I, th- I was drunk last week, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they showed a wee bit more footage of that. Uh, yeah, it was all right. You know, like, we'll see again. It's kind of like a, you know, Mario Rabbit. Uh, what's that? XCon? Not XCon. What's it called? Yeah, XCOM, yeah. It is XCOM, yeah. yeah. That kind of style of game. Uh, Mithril Force, see the uh, cartoon, Saturday cartoon game, first person shooter. Anyone see that? Mythforce. Yeah, I say Mythforce. Oh, Force. Like, Myth Force, sorry. Uh, Mythforce. Um, yeah, it looked alright. It kind of looked a bit like um, Harry Partridge cartoons running about. I was like, oh, wait, is Harry, Harry Partridge doing that? The internet guy did the Skyrim musical stuff and that. Um, Splatoon updates and then saying that they are finally doing the tournament for the first time, an official Nintendo tournament for it. Um, but they're also doing a European uh, Mario Kart was, as well. What is a tournament for Splatoon? A Splatoon tournament? <laughs> I was about to say, like, why don't they call it a Splatoon tournament? But like, oh, that's oh, Hamish TM that right now, so they can't use it. It's such, such a weird game to have a tournament really? over. Splatoon, Splatoon's one of the biggest esports games going, man. Yeah. Is it? Oh, well, they're all fucking idiots, then, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever played it? Yeah, yeah the first we, one. Yeah. Well, how do you know if you've never played it? You were going to do that with me in I have played it. So. <laughs> when? Prove it. Fine, I'll show you on my big achievement list, whatever. Anyway, the long-awaited sequel for Detective Pikachu is back as Detective Pikachu Returns. Unfortunately, yeah. not voiced by Danny DeVito, but someone... Detect- Detective Pikachu. Yeah. That's what I should have been called. Yeah. You're on fire. 
Yep. <laughs> um, unfortunately, it's not voiced by um, Danny DeVito, as a lot of people really want him to be in the movies, uh, but it was Ryan Reynolds. But they got Will Arnett uh, to be the voice of uh, Pikachu in this oh, game. Very good. Now That's we get to hear a fucking depressed horse. <laughs> That's all I'm going to hear. I'm all going to the view from halfway down when I'm just cuddly wee fucking rat. <laughs> Um, so a couple of things that have been leaked unfortunately from Nintendo obviously like I remember seeing Super Mario RPG trending uh, a lot of times oh, mate. and Can I was wait like for that, man? yeah and they like it looks incredible like mm. uh, if you any of you played it I remember playing it years ago like on a ROM and really enjoying it I loved the music for it and then I can remember watching the Super Best Friends play it um, Pat and Liam like Liam was a like really good at the game, knew everything about it, and Pat's commentary behind it was brilliant. Um, but yeah, it looks it looks great, and Square Enix giving the green light as well because I think that's what was holding them back for the longest time. Square were very much like, nah, 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 we can't have you because it's got Final Fantasy they, elements and stuff, and they owned like the extra characters. Yeah, like, see the ones that aren't Mario characters, they owned yeah. them all, and which then is, which is strange. They fell out, remember, because of Final Fantasy VII move for N sixty four to PS one. Yeah. Square and Nintendo fell out, and Square was like, "Nah, fuck you." Yeah. You know, never getting that back. Yeah. Uh, I like the same as yourself, Tom. I played the first one on a ROM, yeah. and I I loved it, and mm. I, I put a lot of time into it. And yeah. then I think uh, by accident saved over my save state or looked like oh, no. something like, that. <laughs> and I, I just totally fucked it for myself. And I was always raging <laughs> at it because I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, like, this, see. Great game, yeah. And if anyone wants, is to play this the it, same game? Yeah, it's the same yeah. game. It's just remade. Right. Um, remade. But if you okay. really want to play it, um, it is uh, on the. It is on the, no, well, it's on the SNES emulator that you can get on the Nintendo uh, eShop. Um, Why but they also they call that a emulator. Right, stop it now. They also kind of teased uh, a Peach platformer for herself, like just a solo Peach game. Like they did that before, and people were like. They were like, oh, that's not very good. You kind of made like, Peach to be like a hormonal monster <laughs> where she was crying was an attack and she raged out and was heat- hitting people. But this is, looks like it's going to... Say again? Super Princess Peach for the DS? Yeah. That was pretty good. Hmm. Well, it was alright. Uh, wait, does she actually attack people by like crying on them and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can see why people are not happy with that. Yeah. Um, but they've also said that uh, Luigi's Mansion 2 is coming oh, to the getting... Switch. Is that not getting like HD'd or something yeah. soon? So yeah. now you're gonna I think you're gonna have all the Luigi Mansion games on the Switch, which is cool. I know is the first one? I think it is. I think it is. Uh, I would need to double check. I'll, a a I'll... strange a strange um uh release came as well, or a you know, a trilogy of uh, Batman. Oh, just, just, just wipe it up, Dom. it <laughs> <laughs> uh, was a, a Batman Arkham trilogy. Um, is coming to the Switch, which is, you know, why is that a big question? I mean, yeah. those are great games, but it just seems like they've been done to death. Now, I mean, they've been they've already been remastered, haven't they? And, yeah, or at least re-released in the. So what I've seen bundle. as well, um, like see during the trailer, it did have like a different company at the bottom as well as Rocksteady. So I don't know if someone else has taken. Are like emulating it different, and if it's going to be maybe the best version of it, we don't know until it's out. But going to be the best version of it on a fucking switch, is it? Can you, well, you can, tell me up, games. Turn, there we go. 
Uh, they helped with it takes two Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and two Borderlands, uh, Legendary Collection, a Blade Runner game. Yeah. So like again, Rocksteady, yeah, Rocksteady don't have not fixed um, Arkham Knight, so they could attend, they could potentially fix sort it. We don't know. We will need to wait and see because maybe it's that's why it's taken so long to come to the Switch because this mm. I'm sure got rumored when the Switch first came out. And the Switch is what six seven years old now. Six, uh, six years. Uh, fuck uh, hell. Yeah. Um, Gloomhaven uh, RPG board game. Yeah, it looks all right. Didn't really. It's like a friend of the podcast Ross game. I was going to yeah. say it's a niche, isn't it? Like, if you like those kind of games, I'm sure it'll be entertaining. But yeah, um, Just Dance uh, 2024. Hughes best game yeah. there. Coming with all the Ubi, Ubisoft Plus uh, membership, so you can download all this DLC. I've got um, that. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of RPGs announced as well. Silent Hope. Um, eh, it looked okay. Um, it's fine. Fay Farm. Um, the you know cozy game. Uh, um, another farming one. Yeah. One that did like look, one that did look really great was the mechanic uh, manic mechanics. It was kind of like an overcook um, mechanic game where you all had to grab mechanical parts to fix like a trucks and stuff, but it looked like it was chaotic. So it's another one of these games that people will be like, oh my god, this looks so fun, this looks great. And then they'll buy it, and then they'll play it with their friends, and they'll get to level 3, and then you need to do something else, like change the oil, and everyone will be like, fuck this, I'm not so playing this anymore. Is this, is this, from a, is this an experience for our uh, play of Overcook? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Overcooked, <laughs> Overcooked always goes the same way, man. Everyone's like, oh, this game's loads of fun, we should try this. And then, you know, you, you get past the first few levels, and you're like... What do you mean? I'm supposed to fucking wash that? You fucking wash the dishes. I'm not cutting the tomatoes. I'm chopping the fucking veg. No. <laughs> that was all you. You were drunk and like doing everything. Thing with um, no, uh, that was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I was spinning around in a circle. Wasn't <laughs> I was just trying to. I was just trying to get the whole kitchen, mate. These like, have you ever seen videos of how quickly kitchens can catch on fire? Mm. You, you need to plan ahead for this kind of thing, right? Uh, DLC for. Uh, Mario and the Rabbits, uh, the Spark Hunter, um, Rabbits. Did rabbits? you say Rabbits? Rabbits. 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 The last Spark Hunter. Yeah. Rabbits. Yeah. Rabbits. Um, so this is the the second lot of three. I think the last one is uh, Rayman is showing up. Finally. Finally Good showing time, up. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Your XCOM Mario game. Um, the first one was really good. That looks alright, actually. Yeah. yeah. The, the second oh, one. That's what I mean. Um, the second one I didn't really play, um, but I did hear really good things about it. Like Mario, giving Mario guns, you know, he's like the shadow, the hedgehog of Mario games. <laughs> um, the Dragon Quest monster, like so again, Akira Toriyama style, um, animated game, but in the style, it's like a Dragon Quest game, but you're fighting like kind of style of Pokemon. So you yeah. instead of killing monsters, you have to capture them and have them fight other monsters, which is like yeah. okay, a, a bit of a you know different take on it. So you'll still get the, like the slimes and stuff like that from the original Dragon Quest games, and but you just capture them this time. Uh, supposedly they're going to do a big direct of uh, Pikmin Four, so that's why I didn't go too much on it. They showed like a new uh, Pikmin, like a wee ghost Pikmin that helps you stay out after dark. So when you play the original one to three. You have to go in before dark, before everyone, you know, the wee creatures try to eat everybody. The Pikmins. Um, Metal Gear Solid 1 had a bit more of in-depth with like, the Metal Gear Solid 1 collection, which is basically... Is, is that, like, so that's doing 
like the old old ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it one and two? So one, two, and three. And one, three, yeah. yeah. One, two, and three with... Because uh, the Switch kind of do it and pass the number three. <laughs> no, no, there's going to be another collection. Yeah. Nah, which is shite. I do think... No, no, I do think that um, the Metal Gear Solid Volume 2 has to have Metal Gear Solid 4 and 5. Like, maybe... Like, they have to, they have, to have 4 outside of the PlayStation 3. They need to have that done. I'd be very sad if it, you know... It, it still stays or is exclusive on PlayStation. Yeah, I think it'll have four, and then I think it'll have the PSP games. Yeah, like Acid and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, because that, that played, I think, Acid and Portable Ops, and what's the other one? There was another one that uh, led straight into five, hmm. which, uh, when I was missing all the fucking context. Oh, yeah, with Kaz and stuff like that, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what was that called? I think it is the Acid 2 or Metal Gear. Oh, hey, they'll have all them. Yeah, you boys will be happy to hear that Vampire Survivor is going to arrive on Switch. Hamish has just got up and left us, so I don't think he was that happy. I don't think I think he was really angry at it. Yeah, I don't see why Vampire Survivors couldn't have been on Switch before. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was just delayed or again, like Nintendo. Maybe they're taking that that uh, stance of like let's clear the games to make sure that they work first before yeah. um, you know. Um, releasing them properly oh um hamish leaving at the the worst possible time because you know maybe we should just wait go on another one go on another one we'll we'll okay. talk about what okay right there's a uh, penny's big breakaway so this is from the guys that made sonic mania right okay uh, and this looks like crazy it's like a um person with a crazy yo-yo jumping about on like crazy things and he's getting chased by like penguins and stuff like that Oh, that looks cool. Yeah, like, it's really bright. It looks like it's really well optimized for the Switch. I don't know if it's exclusive for the Switch, but it's not out until next year. No, it's not exclusive. It says here it's out Xbox, PlayStation, PC, and Switch. Yeah. Even uh, Star. Yeah. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is getting its third wave. Sorry, it's fifth wave, sorry. Um, but it's had the reason why I said third there is because it's getting three characters. They've not had see for all these waves. They've not introduced any characters. I like. I think this is their attempt at making Mario Kart uh, live service. By the way, not oh, like yeah. live service in the other sense. But why would you go out your way to develop a new Mario Kart when we can just we've created the best one? Just keep updating it. Yeah, I mean, I don't see I anything know. wrong with that. But again, I would like more guest characters and stuff because the ones that they had, like PA, uh, you know, uh, and Wiggler. The Wiggler is there, yeah. The I don't Wiggler. know if, yeah. Don't don't search um, Nintendo. It's just like a, accidentally it's a four-year-old saying the Riddler, mate. Yeah, like, just don't. And, just make sure you don't uh, Google search um, a, a certain Nintendo tweet saying that Mario hates a certain uh, creature and they accidentally misspoke, uh, misspelled it. <laughs> is that a saying that Wiggler <laughs> creature? Yeah, a they, creature dumb. Yeah, they calling them creatures really. Well, yeah, a Wiggler. Mm. Are they are a creature. What are they then? If they're not, I don't know. It's the wee long body things in Mario that if you hit the top of the head, it falls apart. But you could hit the other parts of its body, and it will just break. Uh, the worm things, the yeah, caterpillars, yeah. How are they called? That's a that's that's the most uninspired name I've ever heard. I didn't know they were called that. 
Here's a great inspired name, Headbangers Riven Royale. Hamish, we waited for you to come back so we could talk about that, the pigeon game. The pigeon, yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's no squirrel with a gun, right? But <laughs> it, it did look pretty fucking cool. Like, yeah. It, it's one of those games, though, and what was it? We, not we, the Switch, Switch Together or something like that. Mm-hmm. One, two, Switch. The one where there's like loads of people and they're throwing like ninja stars at each other and stuff like that, like fruit ninja. No, it was it was shown in the Nintendo Direct. It's like whatever. whatever oh, oh, you're, you're talking about WarioWare? Move it. No, oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It, it was kind of like that. Um, but there's like loads and loads of people can, like hundreds of people can join in. It, it, anyway, these kind of games, like they seem like. They're a good idea. They're fun wee concept, but yeah, it's about no, no. That is that. It's the battle. That's a battle royale game. The pigeon, pigeon one. one. Yeah, the pigeon one's a battle royale. That's the one you're thinking yeah. of. You could have. Yeah, yeah. That is that one. No, yeah. no, no, no. There's another one. I'm telling you, like there's there's another one. Okay. Um, is it that is it the one that we were talking about last week? It was like thirty three people. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. I, told, I told you this, mate. I was drunk. But anyway. <laughs> um, just so. Yeah. It, it it seems like a good idea, but then it's like. How often are you gonna play this? It depends I mean? if it has like the Fall Guys. If I, I feel like you know, if people jump on it and stream it and have all these, uh, you know, people just watching people, other people play it, they want to play it. You know, you know, we never know. It could be, it could be the next Fall Guys or Fortnite. Um, so Star Ocean, the second story, got leaked a while ago, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, they kind of announced it here, saying that there's a complete remake of it as well. It looks looks great. Like yeah, um, Star Ocean, we never really got um, over here. Um, they didn't really. Like, we got like I think we got part three or something. I can't remember what we got, but it was like you had to know a lot of the story, and you're going like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" And ugh. we got one for the PlayStation that no one bought, and it's uh-huh. really expensive. And yeah. then the next thing, one we got was PS2 that no one bought. <laughs> <laughs> then there's an Xbox 360, PS3, yeah. and then there's like one every generation that no one buys. Yeah, but the late the latest one that came out for the PS5 is actually quite good, and people like it. Mm-hmm. So this, like, they already did the first game, like the R version of that, and I bought that, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is really good. I don't want to go out and buy the the PSP version of the second game because I know they're going to fucking remake the second game. It just took <laughs> so long. Just give them time. Ah, I gave them time. I'm going to play it. <laughs> um. Also, as we just said there, WarioWare, move it. Uh, a new WarioWare game uh, before the mini games and stuff I think they're fun, I'd really do like the WarioWare games but it's just not again it's good in in theory it's Mm. good with pals that's what I mean, when do we really hang out all that much to play something like that, you know what I mean and even if we do, we play it for like 10 minutes and it's like oh what else we got smash bros <laughs> so we should look, um, one of my favorite memories of wario is i think we were up in rory's uh-huh. and and we were passing around the controller because you had to keep passing it to do yeah. the mini games and uh there was one that was like saw wood and yeah. you kept getting it you just couldn't you were like i'm doing it i'm sawing back and forth and yeah. it was just like failed and you're like i hate this fucking game i hate this game <laughs> i'd always ruin it for everybody <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it was so much fun like I, I do see what Hamish is comfy though. Like they, they are a lot of fun, but then you go, cool. What's next? Yeah, because again, it's like I think they said it was like over sixty mini games, and you're like, okay, once you've played those sixty mini games, what's next? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and the last thing that got announced, again, something else that kind of got leaked with a, two, a new 2D Mario, uh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Now that look that looks all right. I mean, it's, it looks like another Mario game. Yeah, I like I like it a lot. Just because I, mean, I love that type of Mario game. Yeah, but those types of Mario games are samey. Once you've played it, you've kind of you know again they're either too easy or like you get too many power ups and stuff like that. I remember from the last ones they had on the Wii in the Wii U, but. You know, I like the wee powers, like the big hats that you can glide, and then, like, I don't know what it is, it's like, if you take Wonder, like, it becomes like a trippy nightmare, where, like, Mario can extend his body, like the Koopas and stuff, and then you get Elephant Mario, and the hats are big, and you can glide. I mean, sorry, my first impression was, oh, this looks dead samey, and then, then it kind of kicked up a notch, Hmm. you know, when all the, the new stuff started showing in. Obviously not Elephant Mario. That's ridiculous. That just looks silly. I, I think they got a lot of ideas from people playing Mario Maker. Yeah. Everybody uh, Switch. That's what I was talking about. Oh, sorry. Uh, Everybody want one two switch. Have you seen that? Yeah, ah, yeah. well that's what you mentioned it. One two switch. One two switch. Uh, well I don't really listen to you to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, like, yeah, that kind of idea. Yeah. Mario Mario two D games will always be like They'll always be like, like just slight incrementally better, but they were always good. I don't think there's ever been a bad 2D Mario, like, and it's yeah, not really. If if they released this game at sixty, sixty quid, no, fifty quid, no. Yeah, this has got to be a twenty to thirty pound game. Mm-hmm. It's the same with the the new Sonic, I suppose. We're like, oh wow, oh they've they finally made Sonic look good. You know, like old style Sonic. Like we kind of really praise that, and then be like. Oh, but this new Mario game that's the exact same, but like improvements and looks better. But that's I mean, not good. Like, but I mean, that's I mean, coming that's from. Screened. I mean, you have to come. You're coming from like Odyssey, Mario Odyssey. Yeah, and the Mario Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Sonic's coming from Sonic Frontiers, which was like kind of a glitchy game. So going back to like a formula that works kind of helps Sonic. Where with Mario, it's like. Okay, let, 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 let's see what they do. I mean, it's daft of them not to do like an Odyssey 2 right now, considering that was like, you know, crazy good. But people still play that game and they still get updates and stuff, so... You know what Nintendo do, though? They they, they try not to saturate uh, consoles, so you'll maybe get one or two Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Uh, a 2D Mario, uh, never getting an F-Zero ever again. No. Uh, Smash Bros. Like you, like they, they don't tend to, and this isn't a dig. Like usually, as they don't tend to Ubisoft it or, or like even FIFA up. If you know what I mean, they don't do a yearly Mario anymore. Yeah. Like, cause I think they know that people won't fucking take a two D Mario every year or every two years. You need a two D Mario every five years. Yeah. What was the last one like Super Mario Maker Two? Super Wii U. Super Mario Wii U. Something. Like no, U no, Super Mario Maker Two. So Mario Maker 2 came out on the Switch, didn't it? I don't yeah. think Mario Maker games are considered, like... Mario Maker games are more the creative part. It's it? a 2D this is, Mario yeah. game, in it? No, but I know, but if you were going to yeah, say it's, it's when, was the, last, when was the last 2D Mario, you're not going to say Mario Maker, because Mario Maker's more about making you Just making the make. game. Hmm. They're going <laughs> to give you levels and new game types. Yeah. So anyway. you can play them in a 2D Mario style. Yeah. yeah. So, um, again, out of all the directs that we've covered, basically, from the PlayStation Showcase, Xbox Showcase, with, like, the Summerfest stuff, and the Nintendo, uh, how did you compare that? Did you enjoy this one? 
Did you think it was too short, or were you just like, eh, it's all right, Hugh? What do you think about that? A lot of the games were are games that I would buy. Like the uh, Mario RPG announcement was mind blowing. Pikmin uh, one, two collection, and then four. Like that's really cool. None of them are none of them are groundbreaking announcements. Um, they're all. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, I I wanted that. That's awesome. I wanted that. And then there's ones like the Batman Arkham Trilogy. Like, who was asking for that? <laughs> like, like, some of it's really cool, but it feels like they just threw a few things together. Uh-huh. And there's a one still massive gaping hole in these directs, Dom. Mm-hmm. And it's not F Zero. Nope. It's Metro Prime Four. Yep. It's still there's still zero like uh, information about it. And there's still no Donkey Kong, and there's still no, um, what's the other one I was born about? That's a long uh, list that we're going to go through. Starwing, Starwing, still no uh, Star Fox, Starwing, still no F-Zero, still no Donkey <laughs> Kong. Hmm. Like, give me, give me, give me one, just give me one. Yeah, yeah as far one, as the one. Nintendo Directs went, like, I was pleasantly surprised at this one, like, I didn't watch it as it happened. And obviously, before we were recording, uh, you know, you guys were like, oh, well, you know, watch the trailers that you are interested in because we're going to talk about it. And I found myself, you know, watch trailer. Oh, that that one looks good, too. Oh, that one looks good. That one looks good. (laughs) And, you know, there have been some very underwhelming Nintendo Directs, even in recent history. Never mind, you know, the whole time. But no, overall, I think the show is pretty damn good. Yeah. I still think Xbox won it with Starfield. Yeah, from all of them, Xbox, I think, mm. definitely was the, the best of them. I mean, they had to. Like, if they didn't come out best here, uh, I, I don't know if... Um, I don't know if Xbox would have kept any momentum. Mm. Like, Switch is on huge momentum with Zelda and stuff like that. PlayStation 5 has got, you know, Final Fantasy 16 and God of War came out and stuff like that. Xbox needed a big win. And it did. Starfield is a big win. Um, Mario... Uh, Mario? Nintendo probably comes second. Hmm. Uh, and then PlayStation last. Is he well worth it, like, talking about Starfield? You think it's so ridiculous that like there's, there's so many PlayStation players that are... There's <laughs> actually a petition now. There's a petition now um, for... Oh, when you get Starfield, just, uh, just a PlayStation exclusive. And it's like... Sorry, they've been announced on like Game Pass and everything, and for all these platforms, and it's like, ah, oh, but no, it should be it should be a PlayStation exclusive, and it's like, what a like, what a huge thing to say, yeah, what it, a huge thing to say exactly. Like, there's always going to be exclusives, but exclusives are not good for the consumer, not good for you know players in no, general, like. Fair enough, you know, have your exclusives that are exclusives because the bigger companies say that's how they want it to be done. Hmm. But no one should be actively trying to stop other gamers enjoying something. It's ridiculous, man. But that's Mate, t- typical PlayStation fan. <laughs> have you ever been on uh, console Twitter? I'm very rarely on Twitter at all, mate. Yeah, it's probably good for your mental health, but like <laughs> they argue over like the dumbest of shit. Yeah, it's like ah, uh, like they argue as if, if they've got fucking stock in these companies. Like, yeah, they're, they're making money. They're like, oh, look, look how bad uh, this is, and you're like, 
mate, why are you happier that something's bad? Like, like arguing I'll... is one thing, though. But, like, starting a petition to get a game that's already announced on multiple platforms to suddenly become exclusive, like, that's purely delusional. Like, do they really think that people are going to be like, oh, you know what? Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Even though we've told these companies we're making it, even though we've spent years programming it to go on all these systems, yeah, this, this fucking moron has got some signatures on an online petition that means fucking nothing. Like, so let's just change our whole fucking plan. Like, it's so Gamers. stupid, man. And gamers. Yeah, it's not it's not all gamers, it's just delusional fuckwits. <laughs> Hashtag well that's that's most <laughs> Hashtag gamer. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, honestly, sometimes like I browse through it and they're like there's like accounts that spend most of the day just like shitting on each other and you're like, Man, play the games. Just play games. Yeah. <laughs> like Shut up! Like I, I, try, I know I'm on about Ubisoft and I'm on about EA and I, I take the piss about Assassin's Creed and stuff, but like I want things to be good. Hmm. No like, one wants I, to like, play a bad game. No one wants no. bad games. Like I want, I want things to be better. Like I, I don't, I don't revel in them being bad. Hmm. So that's the stupidity of it all. You want a healthy industry because you get better games. Don't yeah. revel in things being bad. Yeah. So, I guess that wraps up this podcast, guys. Uh, unless, Hugh, you got anything interesting to say? Probably, but I don't Never. usually understand. Hamish, you got anything wonderful to say to our fans? Wonderful. Uh, uh, just, you know, thank you, everybody, comes, for I'm, listening. Shut the fuck up, Hugh. Yeah, I'm trying to say something wonderful. Oh, God. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, it's been been great having you through this episode. We obviously didn't have you because you're not here with us, but, you know, in spirit, here with us. Uh, we really do appreciate everything that you do for us. Being, you know, pressing a play button mm-hmm. and getting this far is is impressive. You know, yeah. these are wonderful people, really, for being able to put up with Hugh's bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. I've struggled with it for a long time. I don't know how you do it, honestly. <laughs> but struggle uh, with a lot of stuff. Oh, there you go. See, see, the fans love it, mate. <laughs> I was looking at Dom and I was going, he looks really happy about something. What the fuck is he doing? Like, he was getting ready to clap. I thought I was getting through to him. I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm really giving a rousing, touching speech. But no, oh. he just wanted to play a fucking soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> happy right now. Yeah. Oh, but no, genuinely, thank you everyone yeah. for listening. And, uh, we'll we'll out, 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 Shut the fuck up. Oh, uh, that's a goodbye from uh, Hugh. Bye, everyone. That's a goodbye from Hamish. <laughs> that's a goodbye from me, Dom. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day, guys. Bye. Yeah. God, I hate doing this. <laughs> 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 Imagine we come off for like fucking why do why do we do this? I hate doing this. Why like I mean I, I want to do this now purely just to figure out the best times I can put these noises in. <laughs> oh yeah. You can just say like that. Hey uh hey Michelle, have you got anything to say? Oh do you want to start the podcast again? <laughs> <laughs>